beautiful people at Seek the Joy podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you sharing my story. When I thought about what it means to share my story, well, I'm a storyteller. It's what I do. My story has so many stories within it that I get to share, as does all of our stories. So I chose a story that is a memory from a few years ago which has really been touching my heart lately. And it falls under the idea of seeking the joy because the woman in the story and the song that I sang to her, which you'll hear after the story, taught me how to be in joy. She was a force of joy. And I'm so excited to introduce you to her. The story is called The Leaving. The Leaving, April 27th, 2020. Now playing Always Something There to Remind Me by Naked Eyes from the album Naked Eyes, streaming on my phone by my side as I write this. People we love are dying. The small rectangular butcher block wood table in the basement was set, awaiting baking sheets filled with square-cut homemade pizzas which my host had been preparing all during the afternoon. In a small, dimly lit area with a low ceiling down the hall past the bathroom, early arrived guests were setting up a chair, covering it with several pillows where arms, legs, and back would go. It awaited a frail woman whose body was in pain. She'll tell you about it when she gets here, one of the guests said to me as she fluffed a pillow. She's not shy about talking about it. The summer before, I had emailed a random series of bookstores all over California, and this kind pair of owners in Oakland had said yes and asked me to come play. A year later, they invited me into their home to sing for their friends. It wasn't planned to be Casey's last concert. She did talk about it. It was something rare. She talked through her pain with resigned outrage about a system which had denied her treatment. I didn't understand. I don't remember the details. I remember the feeling, the twist in my stomach, and the look in her eyes as she explained that she did not have to die. There was a treatment. It was just that she wasn't being granted access to it. She did not have to be a person who died. Not yet. Death is a strange thing. I try not to be one way about it. I have questioned it. I have wailed at it. I have thanked it. I have bargained with it. Eventually, I tell it the only thing we can tell it, to do what it will do, since I have no control over it. The first two weeks of the current coronavirus stay-home orders, I spent some time talking with death in this way. One of my two best friends in the world came down with COVID-19. I tried not to be dramatic. I tried not to think about her dying. But I did. Every few days, the tears would seep through my cracks. I would pause, grab my head with my hands, and speak. I do not want to lose this person. I don't want to do my life without her. I said that out loud. Maybe death was listening and could be swayed. When I finally heard her voice, it was the sweetest sound I had ever heard. When we hung up the phone, I broke down into a day of tears, shaking with relief. Back at the house concert, it was time for me to sing Turn. I had written the song in a time when I was really scared, a time when I was facing my own life and wondering if everything I had just started building was going to be over. I sang it to Casey. Everyone else in the room seemed to fade into a blur. Casey, weak, so frail, held me with strong eyes. She took in every single word and then beamed it right back to me as if she had written the song. And maybe in some ways, she has. Casey and I were fixed, locked with each other, connected in a way that I will never be disconnected from. There's not a single time I sing that song that I don't see Casey's eyes staring back at me. The rest of the concert was as fun as it could be. 
my songs and self-deprecating stories about my spotty love life, recommendations of good baseball books, a recognition that the homemade pizza didn't turn out as great as anyone had hoped. And then my songs were over. The dangling conversations ended, and it was time for everyone to leave. I'll see you again. I heard it over my shoulder. I turned around to see Casey taking her friend's hand in hers. Before her friend could choke out impossible words, before they could say goodbye, Casey nodded, took their hands and said, I'll see you again. Over and over again, she took her friend's hands and said, I'll see you again. I'll see you again. I'll see you again. I watched her in awe. Casey didn't let any of her friends speak the word goodbye. She took that burden off their shoulders. I'll see you again. When her friends responded in nervous chatter, she just repeated herself, talking over their rambles. I'll see you again. And she nodded, and she left each moment when she chose. She took my hands in hers, too. As she left that house that night, I was standing in the front doorway, and Casey and her boyfriend were just outside on the front step. I guess I was the last person she said this to. I was captivated by Casey, and I wanted to hold her, to touch her, accept her offering, and agree with her. Yes, I said, I'll see you again. I remember the feeling of the night air on my face, and her boyfriend putting his arm around her shoulder, gently turning her body away from the house, and leading her down the front stairs. Someone closed the door. A few months later, I got an email from one of the women who had been around the table with us that night. Casey left us, it said. I was glad she had been thoughtful enough to tell me. I had only met Casey that one night, but this friend of hers knew that was enough for me to have fallen in love with her, to have been touched by her, to have her life so effortlessly have already changed mine. We see those who leave this planet in so many ways. All the time, even after they are gone, they show up every time we look in the mirror at who we are now. We never stop seeing them. We always see them again. Casey's words, not mine. May you hear them as the words of those you love. May you hear their voice and feel their hands take yours and say, I'll see you again. Those who go in one way stay with us in so many other ways. May we see them again and again and again. This is the song I sang to Casey that night. Cursed the 
one note legacy they believed and the girl they all had mistaken for me and the clouds might turn and the river Thanks so much. It's so wonderful to have shared this story with you. I cannot wait to meet you and hear your story and help you tell your story, actually, if you want. That's something I also love to do. So reach out to me and I look forward to meeting you. Take care. Stay well. Find joy in every moment. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard. And we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time. 